0: You're listening to The Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoyne and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
1: I got to Kansas City on a Friday. By Saturday, I learned a thing or two. Because up to then, I didn't have an idea of what the modern world was coming to. I counted 20 gas buggies going by their cells. Almost every time I tuck the water. Can't wait
0: for that Hyperloop. I'd be going to the game tomorrow. 100%, 100%. Or Saturday. Tailgating? I'd probably go tomorrow and then come back. Beat the storm. Sure. Chiefs hosting the Colts. That's the afternoon game. Then Rams-Cowboys. Sunday, the early game is going to be in Foxborough. Phillip Rivers taking on Tom Brady, Patriots. I have to say. My interest level in the Sunday games is way lower. Saints-Eagles, yeah, okay, it's on Fox. I'll watch. At work, it's on. The Saturday games, to me, are the two that I am most interested in.
2: That's because you don't gamble, though. If you gambled, you'd be interested in all of these games. I have to say, I think it's a great slate. If you're a football fan, you got to love just saling in for about seven hours each day
0: salling in there's, salling a, there's in. a McKernanism from back of the day hey we're on 590 the fan it's the midday ground that's Charlie Marlowe I'm Martin when we head live to Kansas City and talk to my old buddy Frank Bull Christian brother from Steel City and now with 810 Sports Radio out of Kansas City Frank how are you Martin, how the hell are you, pal? It's been a long, long
1: time. Uh, how
0: are you? I am doing great. I used to talk to Frank all the time because he all was a sports yeah. guy uh, extraordinaire at WDF, the Fox affiliate in KC. I think you came to that market in 1980. Is that correct? Uh,
1: 81. Just missed it
0: by a year. That's pretty good. 80, that was good. 81. 81. Uh, and yeah. Frank went to the same high school as Dan Marino, Mark Bolger, Dick Ford, all of our favorites here in town, Central Catholic out of Pittsburgh. But you've been in KC, obviously, nearly four decades. Give us an idea, the Chiefs fan base, the level of either nervousness or trepidation going into this weekend. Is it typical or is it more than in the past? Two words for
1: you, buddy. Adult depends. <laughs> Okay that, that is exactly where the Chiefs fans are at the moment. Okay, they just their playoff history in this city. Remember now, they have never won the AFC Championship since the trophy has been named for their for their uh former owner, of course, he he, he passed away, Lamar Hunt. So Lamar Hunt trophy, they have never won the Lamar Hunt trophy. Last time they were in the Super Bowl to win it, of course, was right after the 1969 season, 1970. So just just imagine how long that has been and you know the anxiety level of this city. I mean, it is a let me let me rip off a few stats for you, okay? We all hate stats. We'll do them anyway. Kansas City overall in their history, they're 9 and 18 in the playoffs. They are one and 11 in their last 12. They have six straight losses at Arrowhead in the playoffs. They're 1-5 and under Andy Reid and 0-2 oh and at home under Andy Reid. The last time they won a playoff game was at Houston. That was last year when they got off to the great start with a kickoff uh, return by now Davis.
0: Well, and I got to say, maybe the adult depends should go on the players. It sounds like the franchise has been the one pooping their pants. Uh, so all of that said, Frank, and all of this terrible history, you got a dynamic, electric quarterback. You got a good team. Can this year be different? Yes, it can. Uh, the only problem with it is this: is
1: the situation you've got a team in Indianapolis coming in here. They didn't have a great schedule. The schedule wasn't that tough, but. They won ten of their last eleven games, so you know they are a pretty young team, and they uh, they have tremendous confidence right now. Obviously, after winning ten of their last eleven, then they win again on on the road last week in, in a playoff game, and I know they're playing Houston, and that's one of the teams in their division. But they still got the win; they still got it done. I think they're coming in here with tremendous confidence. Their offensive line is young, but they are terrific. They've allowed like one sack in the last six games for Andrew Luck. And if they can hold off, you know, Justin Houston, Chris Jones, and D. Ford, if they can give Andrew Luck some time, their secondary is awful, and their linebackers can't tackle. And if they get Marlon Mack going and you give Andrew Luck a little bit of time, now T.Y. Hilton has been hobbled a little bit, but um, they, I think they have enough weapons to get it done. And Frank Reich said this week, he said, look, the whole key to beating Kansas City is not to let number 15 Patrick Mahomes have the ball. He said, we sort of subscribe to that, but not really, because every time we have the ball, we're going to try to score. We've got to score with this football team because we know they're going to score. And we just can't go and get two or three first downs and then punt the ball because, you know, 45 seconds later, a minute and a half later, they're going to have seven points on the floor with that kid playing quarterback. So we've got to go in. We've got to try to maintain some ball control, but we're going to go and try to score every time. And the Chiefs, remember, are staggering into this game. Now, they had the week off, but they lost three of their last six games, in- including two of their last three. So, you know, that-, that does not bode well at all either, and I think that's another level of nervousness. Now, Andy Reid coming off a bye week is absolutely incredible. I think he's 17-3 and after he's had a week off, which they just had. So, we'll see what happens. You got a young kid playing quarterback. The other scary part, he has not had a bad, one of those terrible games.
2: Yeah, Frank, and it seems like just following a bunch of Chiefs fans and and Chiefs media on Twitter, you obviously have the tortured past, but it seems like people were or are more optimistic because of the guy you just mentioned, Pat Mahomes, and I heard that a lot throughout the year, but then when you see the way the Colts have have finished the season and their first playoff game, and Andrew luck again clicking on all cylinders, it seemed like right after that game, when you knew the matchup, I'm going to Twitter and it seemed like Chief's Kingdom just all the nervousness immediately came back
1: well it's It's all about the Colts, remember they are 0 and four against the Colts in playoff games they lost in two thousand six okay uh. They lost 23-8 in 2006 in the RCA Dome. In 2003, they have a divisional playoff game at Arrowhead. The Colts win 38-31. There were 842 total yards in that game and 51 first downs. Neither team punted. And in 1995, the divisional playoff at Arrowhead, the Colts won 10-7. That's when Lynn Elliott famously missed his uh, three field goals. And in two back in 2013, she started with this in a wild card game at Lucas Oil Stadium. Chiefs were up 38 to 10 in the third quarter, and the Colts won 45 44.
0: <laughs> this is depressing. So you if you Frank, you are yeah, depressing the hell out of. Yeah, I, I'm saying. not a diehard Chiefs fan. <laughs> if they're listening here in St. Louis, they're not getting on that hyperloop and coming to the game this weekend. Frank Bull, longtime sportscaster, Kansas City. Uh, Now 810 WHB Sports Radio. Uh, All of that said, what about the season for Mahomes? You've been there a long time. What's his popularity like? Any phenomenon like this in recent memory?
1: I'm going to give you a real quick indication here. Uh, No, there has not been. The last time the hype surrounded this team like this about a quarterback was when they signed Joe Montana after after they traded for him, you know, back in the day. That, by the way, is also the last time they won a game at Arrowhead in the playoffs to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers that year. Uh, but uh, I was at Allen Fieldhouse to watch my alma mater, Villanova, play Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse just back on December 15th. And in the crowd, they made an announcement. George Brett and Patrick Mahomes were both there. So the the uh, the, the announcer inside Allen Fieldhouse goes, Ladies and gentlemen, give a great round of applause for the Hall of Famer George Bretton. He he got you know he got a great round of applause, a little bit of a standing ovation. Then about ten seconds later, they go and the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, number fifteen, the place they blew the roof off the place. Wow. They just blew the roof off the place. I mean, it was it was semi embarrassing for me because I love George. I've known George forever. He he and I are are pretty good friends. But this kid has taken this city by storm. And like I said, with their past history and whole thing, you know why the Chiefs fans are just sitting on the edge of their seats. The best thing about it is when they got Joe Montana, they knew it was going to be one or two years. That's it. They get this kid, even win or lose here tomorrow or win or lose the AFC championship or win or lose in the Super Bowl, they know they've probably got this kid for at least 15 years, 15 to 17 years. So there's hope at that end. But in the way I think, and with my history here in town, if you're on this role right now this year, there is no guarantee you'll ever be in this position again. All I'll tell you who the quarterback is. It just doesn't work that way in the NFL.
0: And as
1: you know from covering it and all the thing, it's just it just doesn't work that way in the NFL. So you better take your shot while you've got a shot.
0: And, Frank, any concern there about the weather? We're talking a lot about it in St. Louis. It does appear you guys would be in the path there to maybe have a snowstorm during the game, and I don't know. Maybe it favors the Colts a little bit. How much talk about the weather has there been?
1: Well, there is, because anything that would take away from Patrick Mahomes just having a perfect setup for him offensively on Saturday is, is nerve-wracking for the fans. They're talking about one to four inches tomorrow, okay, and then maybe something spitting uh, uh, at the players uh, on late Saturday afternoon, okay. The problem with that is is traction. Okay, and if you need traction, you need traction as a defensive player to put pressure on the quarterback. That goes for the Chiefs, and it also goes for the Colts. Both ways, okay, to try to get that defensive traction there. Um, I I think it hampers an offense, and I think if you're playing the Chiefs defense, anything, or if you're playing the Chiefs offense, anything that can hold the Chiefs under 30 points, you've got a chance.
0: Frank, great to catch up. It's been too long. And by the way, Villanova, get out of the way. It's Marquette's turn to have a little fun in the Biggie. You've had, you guys <laughs> hey, have had your hold fun. It.
1: Hold it, that guy who scored fifty last night. Marcus Howard, get... fifty-three yes. in Creighton. Fifty-three.
0: Fifty-three. Gosh. I, I do root for Nova. Once we've been eliminated, unfortunately, it's been weeks before Nova's been eliminated. But it's our turn to have some fun yeah. on top. Frank, great to talk to you. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope the Chiefs. I'm, I'm, I'd be happy to see him sort of get that monkey off their back and get a win here and, and, and move it forward.
1: Hey, listen, before we go, and I know you got to go, the Chiefs <laughs> did a little marketing campaign prior to the season in St. Louis about we'll be your team or whatever since you guys lost the Rams.
0: Did that take hold
1: at all, or does anybody really care?
0: there? I think uh, I don't think there's a big movement there. I think there was always a, a, a portion of the fans here that loved the Chiefs, and maybe some of that was right after the Big Red left in the mid to late right. 80s. So I think the right. Chiefs have, and I know they've got a couple of watch parties around town. So they've they've got a fan base here, but I don't think that it's grown because of the Rams exit. And some of it, you know, Clark Hunt voted early on in favor of the Rams move against the whole nah, cars. But yeah, absolutely. But but I don't I don't think too many people are worried about that. I think a lot of folks hop in their car, go to a game at Arrowhead if they want to see the NFL. So I would say it's not overwhelming, but you certainly have some support from St. Louis. Yeah, well, Martin, don't be a stranger, guys. Give me a call anytime. Uh, it's always fun. We're going to grab some adult depends right now. All right. See you, Frank. Thanks. <laughs> uh, all right, pardon. Bye-bye. Frank Bull, uh, right at Pittsburgh. You can tell he's got a little of that East Coast, but it's at Pittsburgh. bringing it heat. It's got to be 70, 71. Bring heat. He's got Patrick Mahomes staying there until he's 40. I love it. This kid's not going anywhere for 15 to 17 years. What is he, about 21, 22? I, I mean, Tom Brady. Tom brady Playing until he's 40-ish. How about that? That was fun. 23. 23. And the numbers, they're real and they're depressing. 1-11 in their last 12 playoff games. 0-6, their last six games at Arrowhead. I think adult depends is probably <laughs> not <laughs> Great line a to start call. With. Uh, Frank's guest earlier, well, no, it was Curbs, I think. It was the end. I, w- I was in the car and they ended the interview. And Frank's like, thanks for coming on. And then Curbs said, all right, Frank, good luck. Yes. And then I was wondering, why did he wish him good luck? With the show. <laughs> well, have a good show. Like, yeah. have a good show? Oh, because good. I was walking in. I know in. Lauren's coming
3: in, so good luck with that. Oh, you think it was a shot at yeah, me? Yeah, I think
0: so. So I was walking in,
2: and therefore he said, good luck. Martin, back to our earlier conversation Which about one? Lake Erie. About Lake. Kings, Kings of Leon? Leon. Lake effect snowfall. Okay. Average inches of snowfall. Now, this is according to. NerdWallet.com, don't know if that's uh, (laughs) the best website, but Valdez, Alaska, leads for United States cities at basically 317 inches per year. No, thank you. Marquette, Michigan, where I basically lived, is fifth at 149 inches per year. Syracuse, New York is sixth at 119. Toledo is way down at about 38 inches of snow per year. See,
3: I love snow, but I love the kind of snow we're getting. Coming up, which is Friday going into Saturday. Yeah. I, I don't need snow on a weekday. I don't need 300 inches where it's guaranteed to happen and really interrupt your, your commute.
2: Does this sound right, though? Yes. Chicago. Doug's nerd wallet? <laughs> is that who this is from? <laughs> just nerd wallet. <laughs> Chicago is 93rd, 39 and a half inches of snow, which kind of makes sense if you compare it to Toledo, just because they're both on lakes and they're basically at the same point, you know what I'm saying, geographically. But well, it, it seems Both like they in get the Midwest. More. No, I was just going to say more longitude, latitude type. Sure. <laughs> show seems to be getting smarter. But if you're driving from Toledo <laughs> to Chicago, it's basically a four-hour straight shot.
0: Marquette, Michigan. Is that the home of Northern Michigan? Correct. Okay. Northern and,
2: Michigan University. Right.
0: So Michigan Tech is in Houghton Hancock. Correct. Part of the UP. I do not you know this much about Michigan schools? Well, they're both in the Michigan
2: UP. schools. Right. Well, I
0: used to live in Rhinelander, and if you went up to the UP and you'd cross over, you'd go into Houghton Hancock. They get so much snow... Their downtown is actually—the streets are covered. They actually have, like, covered streets on the downtown of Houghton Hancock that they have to, I guess, shovel the roof of the— Oh, my they God. They cover the street so that the streets aren't covered in snow.
2: Oh, there would be times where the snow drifts on the side of the road were so high that you'd basically have to inch your way into the the street to just see if you could turn. That's how high the snow drifts are.
0: Uh, somebody clearly listening in right now said, so we know that Marty loves the negative, yep. but this Frank guy loves it, too— <laughs> Is it a CBC thing, Christian Brothers? Because Frank Bull went to Christian Brothers in Pittsburgh. Oh. I think Frank, my guy Frank Bull, was just spitting out facts. Nothing negative. There's no way to positively spin their history, home <laughs> postseason losses.
3: That's just a thing. Correct. That's negative face value.
2: Marty loves a negative. But also, you did say something that kind of gets back to one of our previous conversations from shows past about what the Midwest is. Because you said he's an East Coast guy. Now, I get it if he went to Villanova. So his college was East Coast, but Pittsburgh well, I understand Pittsburgh that. is not East Coast. And I said Pittsburgh he, is more Midwest. I Okay, I disagree with that. But I said
3: Pittsburgh is is East. I said he, not the Midwest. feel of
2: the city of Pittsburgh is much more Rust that's
3: Belt Midwest. That's a subjective Midwest. term. Though. Well, I, no, I don't it's not. I don't disagree geography.
2: with geography.
0: <laughs> I I don't disagree with that. That's my point. Philly, Jersey, that's totally East Coast guy. Vinny going to the Eagles game, it's the voice we do. It's not a Dino thing. It's just our old our East Coast guy voice. But what I said about Frank Bull, I said he's from Pittsburgh, but kind of comes off like the East Coast. What I was saying is he's kind of got that East Coast vibe, not that Pittsburgh people necessarily have. What about Pittsburgh
3: is mid or west, exactly?
0: Okay, we don't need to get into this again.
2: But my point is Pittsburgh is more (laughs) like Cleveland, more like Milwaukee. Philadelphia is more like Boston, more like Washington, D.C., more like New York.
3: Big win last night against Creighton.
2: Great win. Marcus Howard. We have
0: not talked enough about it. All honest, it all goes back to Marcus. And but,
2: Martin, it all gets back to this. Are you currently sideways with the IRS? Do you have years of unfiled tax returns keeping you up at night? Are you facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage garnishments? If so, you should contact former Department of Justice Tax Division attorney, our guy, Milty Mark Milton, at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton providing a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups. You hear on the TV and radio, Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. His office, you can see it from our studio right over there. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not
0: be based solely on adverts, as Doug Vaughn says. All right, last bit of housekeeping here. Housekeeping. Great tweet yesterday. Two of them. The folks in Kirkwood said, if Charlie's serious about getting in shape, he can be offered a membership to the Kirkwood High School gym. And then our friends at CBC chimed in with a photo of Chuck lifting weights Bicep at, the, at the cadets. I think Cameron Babb or Brent, one of the... Can- well, how's State Buckeye was in, in the, the background, background on the treadmill. They responded and said, he's got a lifetime pass here. Or he's already got a membership at the CBC so High School. He needs to
3: find out which gym's going to be open on Saturday so he can go lift some weights after shoveling some
0: I'll stuff. tell you what. You guys know I'm cheap. I do
2: pay about 31 bucks a month for Gold's Gym. Ooh, if wow. a local high school would give me a free membership, <laughs> that would save me about, what, uh, 360 bucks a year. Uh,
0: so right now the sophomores are in there. And like, <laughs> Yeah, can you get them to get through here? It's a leg day for me. <laughs> Edwardsville. Hey, Edwardsville, great facility. You'll I always was be my first. <laughs> that was my first true full workout, and who, okay? for, and, I, and who called you out for it being really weird?
2: I think some gym teacher or me. somebody. Oh, and no. you. The, the
0: superintendent. <laughs> Principal. All
2: right. <laughs> CBC was just a photo shoot. That was a photo shoot. Just op. a sure. photo
0: shoot. That was just for social media purposes. Great job. Probably my guy, Patrick Walsh. All 100%. right, time for the end of the day two, and one.
1: Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you yeah, know, I don't want to do this. Uh, it always
3: goes back to Marcus Howard. It also always goes back to gambling, Chuck. According to John Ewing, gambler guy, uh, the Chiefs against the spread in home playoff games since 1970
2: are 0 and nine. Man, I'll tell you what. The other thing is. If you watched all the games this past week, quarterbacks in their first playoff mm-hmm. game, all three of them lost straight up, correct? After being favored. Yes. Deshaun Watson, Mitchell Trubisky. Who am I missing Lamar. There? And Lamar Jackson. Jackson.
3: Trubisky, too, is credit played fairly And he well. played
2: okay. I have to say this, though. I just think with gambling, so many times when all the trends go one way, you almost just go opposite. That's why the the rookie quarterback first playoff game thing all the Chiefs passed. Everybody's worried. And then would it really surprise you that much if the Chiefs just roll them by 17 points? I
0: feel like they're going to win this week.
2: They're really good. I know they don't stop anybody. But offensively, they're off the charts.
0: And I, I would like to go back and say our segment where we tried to name the Great Lakes, where in fact we did name the Great Lakes, and then we Holmes. argued about what's the best Great Lake. There's nothing wrong with that. Right now on MLB Network, high heat, mad dog Chris Russo, he's got a guy there called Mr. Stats. And he's just asking him if he can name seven of the 15 National League All-Star pitchers from the 1968 game. That's a fun game. I love that. But I'm saying, what else do you want us to talk about? Great Lakes or the 68 All-Star game? It's up to you.
2: Somebody in the text line also uh, saying, Carlos Danger, is Mark Milton a Midwesterner? I only patronize Midwest CPAs.
3: Well, Midwest apparently means everywhere. So that's just kind of what we've... from Nevada. Charlie. Oh, I
2: disagree. I disagree. (laughs) Kirkwood, you got a little of that SEC flavor. All I'm saying is I'm coming from a different perspective from Ohio. All you uh, St. Louisans, okay?
0: I don't think of Pittsburgh as the East Coast or East. That's all I was saying. Right. I would just – but Frank Bold does he not have kind of that East Coast guy sound? He just has a great just sports guy feel as well. Can I tell you one more random? I used to call him all the time because we were Fox affiliates, Kansas City, St. Louis. He was get-off-the-phone-quick guy. Like Gary Pinkle. I, 100%. I would be like, hey, Frank, how you doing? What's up, buddy? And I'm like, hey, we were trying to get some of those roses. Yep, we'll send it over. No problem. <laughs> and I was like, how is it? Family. Okay. Every time we talked on the phone, I'm like, Frank. He's like, hey, what's going on, buddy? Martin, how you doing over there? How the Rams looking? like... The... Hey, we were going to send somebody to Kansas for that uh, Mizzou. You got it, buddy. We're all over. And I'd be like, what? Well, I...
2: <laughs> i haven't
3: told you anything yet
0: 100 percent. and now i can't get him off the phone he's the anti
2: mo drummond our guy mo love mo but if you call mo you're gonna
0: talk for an hour <sighs> guaranteed did you uh love that guy you called me right what the how you doing how you doing well i gotta i kind of gotta get going here ah, we should have mo call frag bowl and record it
2: <laughs> love it <laughs>
3: what uh
0: chuck are you familiar with uh bessie
2: is Bessie a, uh, a cow?
3: No, Bessie is allegedly the Lake Erie legendary lake monster
2: Ooh. of Lake Erie. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Most likely a huge
3: sturgeon. Also, rich soil. Uh, the Lake Erie region has a large concentration of Concord
2: grapes. Now hold on, is that kind of like because Loch Ness monster is Nessie? They just made up a Bessie. Probably. I grew up on Lake Erie for twenty-two years. We get it. You're from okay. the east. You're I'm leech. rich. I'm from Toledo. Okay, I've never in my life heard of Bessie. I think that's a made-up thing. Have you heard of Momo? Momo. The Missouri Monster. I have not.
3: Allegedly a Bigfoot down in the Ozark. And finally, he retired yesterday. Happy trails to Jaime Garcia, World Series champion with the Cardinals in 2011. In midday grind tradition, guys, guess wins, ERA, and career earnings. For Jaime Garth, I saw yeah. the
0: earnings. Okay. I, I tweeted out the earnings. He was okay. a twenty-second round pick, and he made sixty million. 60 mil. Kudos to him for getting the most How about out of that
3: career wins and career
2: ERA. This will be tough <sighs> because see, so many injuries. It's tough, yeah. So
0: I looked this up though.
2: Ten big league seasons he at least pitched in. Yes. Eight with the Cardinals. One with a lot of different teams: right. Twins, Cubs, Yankees,
3: Braves, Braves. Blue Jays.
2: Ah, uh, not a hundred, maybe more than eighty. I'm going to say seventy-seven wins. <sighs>
0: pick a lot. Probably a couple with zero, so let's say it's seven years and about nine. I'm going to go under, Chuck. I'm going to go 71.
3: 70.
0: Ooh. 70
3: and 62. What his is his career earned run average? Fair. I bet you it's way better than you, than you expect. Thank you.
2: 3.85. I was going to say something like 3.8 Four, one. You looked
3: this up, didn't you?
0: Oh, th- I did not. I no, swear you to you. No, you looked
3: it up because you were one-off on the win, and nope. you were, you were spot-on on the ERA. Typical Was it ABC really? 3. 3.85 career S- earned run average. I swear Garcia.
0: to you. Typical Marquette I, you Midwest feeder. Yes, I did. Just in case you brought it up, <laughs> I typical, wanted to be the smartest <laughs> Typical the room. South Midwest Oh, cheater. no, that
3: just seems like something you would do. You know, i got to outsmart the guys today. That's... I
0: think what happened is this, though. Martin, Tomorrow at 11.40, we'll do outsmart the guys. Okay? Yeah. Here's
2: what happened, because I did the same thing. You go to baseball reference. You probably looked at it, and almost through like osmosis, you did probably see the stats.
3: Only, never won more than 13 games in a season. Last did that in 2011. I feel old because he's only 32. I feel like Jaime Garcia should for be him. older than 32. That's the end of the day.
0: When they extended his contract, I remember that night on the broadcast, Fox Sports Midwest, which gets accused, Strauss, it's a happy talk, whatever. I remember Al saying, I don't know why you need to do that. <laughs> He's a young guy. to hit to his credit. <laughs> he was right. He said, "I don't think you need to lock a guy like him up just yet." It was the very beginning of the Cardinals doing those deals where they locked people up that they didn't have to, and Al was critical of it on the air and said, "I'm not sure that you need to do this with this guy right now." And he turned out to be correct. I'll never forget. It was early on in my career.
2: Friday night, Jaime Garcia had a no hitter real late, and I was at Fox Two, and it got so late in the game, maybe seventh inning, I started driving down to the ballpark. But then he gave up a hit. But he had no hit stuff. It's about right. He did. Yeah. When he was on, the dude was absolutely filthy. All right, that's enough.
0: I Watch. mean, not, not of you, but I mean. Both. This okay. guy, he really do love the negative. Good luck. Good luck, everybody. Good luck, Binner, <laughs> Binner or Benny in net tonight and against look, the
2: Canadian. Just so you know, trust the process. It doesn't matter what Binner does tonight.
0: It was the right call. Right? Oh, a thousand percent. If he gives up four in the first period. If he gives up 12 goals, I'd still say start It was start still the Saturday. correct move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got to go. Hardline is coming up next on 590 The Fame. Congratulations.